0: The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Wingbet. Wingbet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, sports, from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. We have what you need. Sign up today and you'll receive a special offer. Risk-free, $500 sports bet. Download Bet and Win. Download the Winbet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We'll support you via PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's propswap.com and the promo code SGP. We'll to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at underdogfantasy.com with the promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use in Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance to win $1 million. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or the Google Play Store today. Hey guys, you are listening to another bonus show here, looking at the Olympic semi finals or four semi finals and the final of the Gold Cup that will be going down tomorrow here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. Also, check out my website, lockbetting.com. Today is the day. August the 1st. It is the start of a new month and it is the start of a new year at Lockbetting.com. We take our years from August to August because the soccer season starts in August and at the end of August, We start to give out our NFL futures. So at the moment, we are giving out our soccer futures. And at the end of the month, we'll be focusing on our NFL futures. We also have the tennis US Open coming up as well. So massive month in August, not to mention WWE SummerSlam. That's why we start the year with August. And so far at lockbetting.com, we have delivered 98 months in a row of transparent track profit. That's right. For over eight years for eight years and two months, I have never had a losing month. And if I win this month, I'll be on 99. And on September, I'll be looking for that 100th month in a row of transparent track profit. But you can come aboard the journey. Make sure you sign up for all those soccer futures and the NFL futures on August the 1st, which is now. Don't worry about um, that July thing that I said on the last show where you sign up at the end of July, you will be billed for July. That is now out of the window. So make sure you sign up on the 1st of August so you get all of August don't wait until the 10th or the 15th or the 25th when the soccer season has already started and the futures are underway, get them at the beginning, get this entire month, get some Olympic plays here uh, at the start of the month, get some plays on the US Open at the end of the month, get some plays on WWE SummerSlam, get all of the soccer futures, be ready for the NFL futures as and when they come because they won't necessarily all come at the end of the month. I'm already eyeing up a couple right now that I'm going to be putting out in the next week or so. So as I said, sign up for lock. Dot com. It's a service that's fully transparent. It has delivered 98 months in a row of transparent track profit. It's not like these frauds on Twitter. It's not like this... Uh Kelly in Vegas or Megan making money it should be Megan losing money and um, and all the other various frauds that are completely faceless, hiding behind cartoon characters or or characters from Batman films like Las Vegas Freeze. Uh, we're not we're not like that at all. We actually make you money. We actually have spreadsheets. We've actually had transparency for the last eight years, and you can track back and see every single one of them. The tweet, the pin tweet at SGP Soccer. At the SGP Soccer Twitter account, which is at SGP Soccer, is always the previous month's PL. So if you just want to look at last month's what we did, currently um, the PL will be June because I still need to put July up. You can see what we did at month of June and that will have all the Euro 2020 futures there. Or if you go to the lotbetter.com site and search PL in the search bar, you'll get every PL that we've posted. That is full transparency. And of course, as I mentioned a hundred times before, I use Patreon because Patreon has a comment box at the bottom and it allows all members to interact with each other and if there's anything fishy going on if in any way i wasn't telling the truth about this transparency or this profit that we make on a month-to-month basis there will be comments at the bottom and they would be saying bullshit or something to that effect so let's move on with the show and we are going to begin with the gold cup final which predictably features usa and mexico not as predictable as it probably should have been given the talent that these two teams have, but they left a lot of that prime talent at home. They didn't bring their A-teams here to this tournament, yet they still managed to overcome the likes of Qatar and Canada and El Salvador, and we are still getting USA versus Mexico here in the Gold Cup final. Mexico owe, uh, owe, owe USA some revenge For the loss in the Nations League. That was a very emotional game. And that did feature the top players. Unlike this one. It still will feature some very good players because that's why they've got to this stage and it's still been an important game to both of these two teams but the uh, the star players that are on show in that game, that very emotional game are not going to be here, that's probably why you see Mexico here as such strong favourites because the perception is is that they do have a little bit more depth than the USA, they're 6-5 here on the money line with the draw at 2-1 to one and USA at 23-10 to to so lift the trophy, Mexico 4-6 minus 150 with the USA here available at 11 to 10 as soon as we we know it's a final or even semi-finals to to some extent but definitely finals I'm always looking at it to be a cagey game even if it's two attacking teams like the the Champions League finals uh, the last two Champions League finals we had Man City versus Chelsea and prior to that you had PSG versus Bayern Munich and that one was heavily looking like it was leaning towards the over when we were looking at the betting lines before both of them finished 1-0. So whereas the Man City-Chelsea game, you had all of the signs there that that one would be an under, and it was the previous year between Bayern and PSG, that was a red hot over. Nobody was taking the under in that one. But you know what? When teams need to be cagey, when teams need to be cautious, when teams have got all the way to the final and don't want to lose it by making stupid mistakes, they do put men behind the ball. It doesn't matter who you are. And I think in this particular final, this isn't going to be a big surprise to me if it goes under i mean the under two and a half goals here is the favorite price here at three to four with the over two and a half being offered at plus money because people know that finals are cagey plus you have the supporting data here for what these two teams have done so far in the tournament usa have won all five of their games in this year's competition but they've kept four sheets. Cliche- four clean sheets in doing so four of the host nation's five victories have been via a one nil scoreline uh, Mexico have dropped points against Trinidad in the group phase that was a nil nil draw but have maintained four clean sheets en route to this final so these are two teams that are keeping clean sheets and that'll be at the forefront of of their tactics tomorrow when they come up against each other not conceding a goal and having to chase the game and having to alternate your your game plan look a nil nil here in a final a nil nil in any final wouldn't massively surprise me so maybe have a little sprinkle on that here at eight to one but three to four here i'm definitely going to be on the under i don't see three goals here i could see it you could see it being decided by just a single goal in normal time or you could see a team go one nil down and chasing the game and either conceding a goal on the break or finding that equalizer to force it through to extra time look games between these two usually see mexico as a favorite but it's never never the never that clear cut at least not in recent years so i think this will be a tight and cagey game decided by a single goal could go to extra time but i just don't see three goals being scored i don't see a goal fest here i don't see a wide open game that hasn't happened in any of the games so far and this is the final nobody's come this far just to say they've come this so far so under two and a half goals will be the play for me that is available at three to four here for the gold cup final tomorrow up next we move on to the women's olympic semi-finals and we begin with team usa versus canada where usa are eight to 13 on the money line it's 11s for the draw and it's four to one on the canadians usa now are the six to five favorites to win this tournament and suddenly. I think there's big value there. Considering they started the tournament at minus 120 at 5 to 6, they're now 6 to 5, having to only win two games with the Netherlands out of the competition. USA have beaten the most dangerous team, albeit on penalties, and albeit riding their luck in 90 minutes because they should have lost had Netherlands scored the penalty in normal times. Netherlands deserved to win that game. We were definitely on the right side, but it's better to be lucky than good. And USA find themselves here in the semi-final in a favourable matchup against Canada who never beat them here with a chance to make it through to the final. Brazil are also out. They are a dangerous team, but Canada managed to shut them out and hold them out to a nil-nil and beat them on penalties. And I look for Canada to implement a similar strategy here. Look, they can't outgun the USA. They can't get dragged into a wide-open attacking game. So what they're going to have to do is sit back and try and frustrate the USA. And that's worked for teams so far in this competition. We've seen it work for Australia. We saw Sweden beat uh, beat, beat USA on the counter-attack, particularly in the second half. Sweden were a dominant team in the first half. USA came out better in the second half, but that just allowed Sweden to, to attack them at will on the counter and score two more goals so we know the USA don't like that they like a wide open game which is what the Netherlands gave them but Netherlands still had enough chances to win that game this US team this US team aren't right but they're in the semi-final and they're up against a Canada team that they usually beat so I'm going to go for USA to continue doing that I do think that um, Canada will keep it cagey so I would be looking to tack on the under three and a half goals to that here, which is available at six to four um, rather than the four and a half because I just I just don't see it being a game with loads and loads of goals. USA haven't been that free scoring themselves so far in the competition and neither have Canada. If you do want to take it down to under four and a half goals, you can do, you can get it down at evens, but I have no problem taking the plus money, the six to four plus 150 in taking uh, UFC, USA and the under three and a half goals. Or you could be super safe here and just take them here on the money line, but I do Think USA win this matchup It's a good matchup for them. I think they'd much rather see Canada here than uh, than Brazil. the the two The two teams that really impressed me in qualifying uh, in the group stage was Sweden and the Netherlands. And Sweden are still in the competition, but they're completely on the other side. Meanwhile, we've lost Holland, who went to a three three draw with the Netherlands. Uh, we've lost Team GB, who somehow managed to lose to Australia. So it's really looking like USA's big challenge is going to be beating Sweden in the final, getting revenge for that 3-0 defeat where Sweden thumped them. And you have to remember, USA didn't really take that game seriously. I think they came into the tournament with the wrong attitude, thinking that they could just win that game automatically, not showing Sweden respect, putting uh, Megan the Idiot Rapino on the bench. I don't like her, but in women's football, she is a key player. And I think that pretty much signified what USA's attitude was going into that group stage. But look, the tournament's got serious now. They have managed to knock out Holland or the Netherlands even though it was lucky and I do feel somehow this team will manage to get their name on the trophy and if they were five six at the start of the tournament and the six to five now are coming up against semi-final, uh, semi-final opponents who they who they often beat and in a possible rematch in the final where against the team that they want revenge against who they underestimated in the group stage I think it's very very set up here for USA to win this tournament but initially take them here to get through this game against Canada and I like them on the money line Looking at the other game, I've kind of given my my thoughts on that game, but by saying that I really think Sweden will get there. Perhaps that's a little bit disrespectful to to the opponents, but at the end of the day, Sweden along with Holland have been the standout teams in this tournament, and that's largely because Sweden dumped the USA three nil. Now. There may have been some complacency to that. USA did start that game very poorly, but at the end of the day, Sweden didn't just scrap through that game. They absolutely annihilated the US USA. They dominated the first half in all aspects of the game, and then tactically outdone USA in the second half by beating them on the counter. They're four to six here to beat Australia on the money line. It's fourteen to five the draw. It's fifteen to four on the Aussies. The Aussies are two to one to qualify here, and uh, Sweden here are available at two to five. Um, There could be some money in just um, taking the qualification parlay of Sweden and USA, because I do think that'll be the final. I think this is a bridge too far for Australia, but I do think the line's are a little bit wide here with um, with Sweden being available here at four to 11 or two to five in some places and four to six minus 150 on the money line. Australia did show a- a- against Great Britain that they do have a lot of grit and uh, they will be difficult to knock out here after overcoming Great Britain, um, going 1-0 up in the first half, then 2-1 down and managing to equalise and then going through in extra time. I'm not sure if this is, if this is a team that feels like, um, they're going to be really, really difficult to beat a team of, of destiny somewhat, a, a team that just refused to be beaten or whether it's a team that's just had such a big emotional victory that they're coming onto a big letdown spot here. I'm going to go somewhere in the middle. I'm going to say that this Australia team continues to fight but I think Sweden are better and they do end up getting to that final. And I think people will be very excited to see a rematch of Sweden versus USA off the back of USA getting thumped by this team 3-0. I even think the USA would like to have that. I think the USA would like to erase or, or reverse that result. And obviously, it's much more important to win a final than it is to win a group stage game. So I'm going to take Sweden on the money line, but I'm certainly not in love with that price. I'm, 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 more, I'm more likely to uh, parlay the two qualification odds here of Sweden to qualify and USA to qualify and uh, look at something for USA to win the tournament as a future. Because as I said, five to six at the start of the tournament when everybody's there, Six to five now when you've been very, very lucky to get here. And it just feels like USA have got the experience and the edge and the luck and the know-how and the players that know how to get it done. And look, the, the top players are underperforming. Rapino's done nothing in his tournament. Alex Morgan's done nothing in his tournament. And look where they are. They're playing against Canada in the semifinals. It, it just... Sometimes you have to go with your gut. And even though this team's looks, this team's looks relatively shitty. Um, I I do feel that they are going to find a way to get it done here in this tournament moving on to the men's side and the two favorites are still here brazil and spain but if they want to face each other in the final they will need to get past japan and mexico respectively we'll look at the brazil game first where brazil are the 11 to 10 favorites to beat mexico it's 12 to 5 on the draw and it's 12 to 5 here on mexico these are the money line prices the qualification prices see brazil at four to seven and mexico at five to four I don't think this is going to be any kind of easy task here for Brazil. We saw how free-scoring Mexico have been here throughout this tournament, and I think they will find a way here to score against this Brazil team. I think this will be a game that has goals in it, unlike Brazil's last game against Egypt, where it was a cagey game and Egypt primarily focused on their on their defensive responsibilities to try and stop Brazil playing. And and that was um, and that even and that even came to fruition when um, Brazil scored the goal in this game. When Brazil went 1-0 up, Egypt didn't really change their game plan to, to break their net to get into that game. And that would have really played into what we wanted, which was Brazil covering a, a handicap in that game. That wasn't to be, ended up just playing out into a 1-0. This is going to be nothing like that. Mexico games have featured a ton of goals so far in this competition. And I think this may end up being a shootout, despite the fact it's a semi-final. And I like taking Brazil to win this in 90 minutes and tacking on the over two and a half goals here in this one which gets you to five to two i think there's some good value there you can also take both teams to score coupled with the over that gets you plus money at six to five or you can take brazil and both teams to score here that definitely gives you plus money here that gives you three to one odds of brazil to win and both teams to score because i do think it'll be a free scoring game i don't think this is going to be a game where uh, brazil go through with back-to-back clean sheets so far in this tournament brazil have had two clean sheets but they have conceded in the other two games, and that even includes conceding a goal to Saudi Arabia. So despite the fact they've got two clean sheets, 50% 50 clean sheets in their games, defending defending is not their forte, and Mexico is certainly not their forte, and uh, attacking definitely is, and we've seen a number of goals in Mexico games so far. But I think they'll be at the wrong end of it here. I think Brazil have the more attacking talent, and if this does develop in the shootout that I'm expecting, Brazil will be the ones coming through. So Brazil to win this, and you can... uh, Take over two and a half goals added to that. You can just take them on the money line. You could take both teams to score. You can take both teams to score and over two and a half goals. Bet it any way you want. I just like every combination there for this game to be an exciting semi final the other game i think will be very very different i think spain's path to the final will be very different to usa's although their odds are the same funnily enough it's uh 11 to 10 on spain just it was brazil it's nine to four on the draw and it's 12 to five on japan on the money line the qualification odds again the same as brazil spain are available here at four to seven with the Japanese here available at 5-4. to four. We, we didn't quite see it play out in, in the in the game against Ivory Coast, where the pattern of play was usually Spain having a lot more of the ball and trying to break down opponents. Well, that went out the window in the first 10 minutes when Eric Bailly seemed to score a goal that just hit him. He knew nothing about it. He came in off the corner, he was making his run into the box, and somehow it hit a part of his body and went in. From that point, Spain were chasing the game, and to their credit... They did manage to get themselves an equaliser, and they were chasing that winner. But once they were chasing that winner, the game reverted back to a normal Spain game, with Spain trying to create chances, having large large amounts of the ball, and the other team trying to hit them on the counter attack. Unfortunately for us, we were in the on the under, and Ivory Coast managed to score uh, a, a goal that put them two one up in the ninety second minute. That looked like it was going to take them through. There was only four minutes of injury time on the clock. 30 seconds later through an absolutely awful defensive mix-up, bearing in mind this is an Ivory Coast team that have defended solidly throughout the tournament, as I was mentioning on the last pod. Spain managed to score, and then they went through in extra time. So that feels like a team of destiny. At the same time, Japan have come through from a penalty shootout. They played out a very, very boring nil-nil draw against New Zealand. Japan have been a good attacking team so far in this tournament, but I think that was down to New Zealand implementing a tactic where they parked the bus, which actually worked for them when they beat South korea in the group stages and it worked well enough to get them to a penalty shootout against the japan team who are technically superior to new zealand so i think this is going to be a game between two good technical teams but i think spain are going to dominate the ball here and in the end get the win that they need i like spain to win this game and tacking on the under four and a half goals here at six to five or you can take the under three and a half goals here that gets you here at 13 to eight um i certainly think this one could go under as well the under here for this one is currently available at 4-5, to five, as I think we revert back to the, the, the type of Spain games that we saw in the group stage. As I said, I think that game was an anomaly the last time out. A lot of freak stuff happened. Um, as I said, Ivory Coast going 1-0 up with it with with from a corner, which hit one of their players, Eric Bailly, and somehow managed to find its way into net. Uh, once Spain equalised, it went back to a normal Spain game until they conceded a equaliser. For a mistake, by the way, through um, Simon and Simón, C- Simon has just played all of Euro 2020. So they they really took this tournament seriously. A lot of Euro 2020 players, including the goalkeeper, you don't expect him to make that kind of mistake that rightfully should have put Spain out. But Ivory Coast could not protect that lead for just two minutes and see themselves through here to this semi-final. Because otherwise we would have seen one of Ivory Coast or Japan in an Olympic final when once they played each other in a semi, which would have been an incredible thing to see. But we are still on course for Spain versus Brazil. And once again... I could be looking at parlaying those two selections here for the two favourites to make it through to the final. As to who wins that game, I have absolutely no idea who would win a game between Spain and Brazil, whether Spain can dominate possession against a team like that, a Brazilian team that presses up high, a team that likes to have possession itself. For me, that's going to be a very, very tough call. Spain have sent the better players through, but they haven't really been able to utilise them and dominate games, which was very much their their problem in the Euros, and uh, Brazil have showed more cutting edge but as i said spain have got the better players if you're making some sort of combined 11 between the two you would lean for more players on the spain team so that's going to be a fascinating final hopefully for the sake of football not just because we picked them we do get those two finals i think there'll be big interest in usa versus sweden and i think there'll be big interest in brazil versus spain the two favorites here at the start of the tournament so hopefully for the sake of football we do get those finals and we can cash in At the same time, Um, major, major announcement here. I'm going to make it here at the end of the show as advertised. The Bundesliga is gone. Das Bundesliga is gone here from the Soccer Gambling Podcast. So if you now want Bundesliga action, if you want to hear me talking about the Bundesliga, if you want to hear me talking about the Liga, all the European leagues, that will be exclusive on the European show over at Lockbetting.com. The European show will begin um, in August, with preview, so we will be doing a Bundesliga preview, but that will be exclusive to Lockbetting.com, and we will be doing a, Ser- um, a La Liga preview as well here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You'll be getting your Serie A preview for the season and uh, part one of your EPL previews as well, along with um, a little bit of a chat about the Community Shield that's happening next weekend between Leicester and Manchester City, and then we'll be doing part two of our futures preview. So two shows for the. One show for Serie A and another bonus show in between, which will be looking at these two Olympic finals, which, as I said, will hopefully be um, USA versus Sweden and Brazil versus Spain, not just because we want to cash, but because they will be better games. So just to reiterate The Bundesliga is gone. The Bundesliga preview will be on Lockbetting.com. The La Liga preview will be on Lockbetting.com. Those leagues will be covered as part of the European show for the rest of the season. Right here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast, we now have Serie A. There will be a Serie A preview. There will be part one of the EPL preview, which will also be looking at the Community Shield. And then next week, you'll get part two of the EPL preview. There will also be a fantasy Premier League podcast as well. So loads and loads of content coming up in the month of August. Make sure you subscribe to to the Soccer Gambling Podcast. That's it for me. Good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening.